Justin, how are you, my friend? I'm fantastic, man. We are about two hours and 20 minutes from FBS action on TV. Week one is here. Week zero was, was neat and all. I love watching Nebraska embarrass themselves as much as anyone else, but this is the real deal, and this is, uh, this is my element. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to have some college football on the schedule. Yeah, I mean, and what a great way to start it off with uh, Gundy's mullet against, uh, you know, the Chippewas, some of our favorite Mac teams to bet on. Um, yeah, I'm with you. It really feels like football season's back. Uh, doing some stuff around the bar today, which uh, we'll be ready for this Saturday. Um, just, just, it's that time of year, man. It's, it's all been a drill up till now. Now the, now the real stuff, um, happens. So it's, uh, nothing better than this. Come on. It's just, it's one of those, like going into last season after 2020, I don't know. I still had this feeling like in the back of my mind that like the season might get canceled at any point, just after all the chaoticness. COVID is still a thing. I'm not trying to be dismissive, but it kind of seems like we've reached a point now where like sports are, are going to keep on chugging. It's it's not going to be an issue. We're going to have crowds. We're going to have, you know, what a somewhat normal college football season. And, you know, for, for someone like me that loves all the tailgating and just the people being together, that's what it's all about. Like the pageantry matters yeah. just as much as the sport in college football. So it's, it's just cool to just have it. And to, to have the DNVR bar be back open for it all is, is exactly what we need. It's, it's just going to be the perfect spot for you all to watch college football come through this weekend. We'll be open Friday and Saturday for the Buffs and Rams games. Come, you know, say what's up to the homies and then come to the grand reopening. It's going to be epic. Yeah, it really is. Um, and you're right. Even last year, even the rosters and stuff, like, you know, there were some some return. It was just different. Now it feels like wide open. We really need to like unwrap the college football season in 2022. See what, see what it holds for us. Um, you never know what crazy upsets will, will fall our way. Like, like Northwestern setting Nebraska in week zero, they'll admit. That was kind of easy money to be honest. Yeah. I, I will yeah. admit I, I thought Nebraska would cover, and I do think talent-wise, they were the the better team. And what we saw to Casey Thompson, the Texas transfer quarterback, that was all intriguing. But ultimately, Nebraska is going to Nebraska, and in a week zero game, you know, in another country, that should have saw that one coming from a mile away. I'm, I'm glad I didn't actually take Nebraska to cover, but that's what I did recommend on my pod. So my apologies to everyone out there. We can't win them all. I, I big brained that one. I overthought it. And I, I got to remember Scott Frost is still Scott Frost. Yeah. The more research I did, the more I got scared of fading Nebraska. And then it played out just perfectly. Those defenses were such garbage too on both it sides. So it bad. Just, oh it made for God. an intriguing game, but man, it, I'd be concerned if I was a, a fan of either of those teams and yeah. Realizing you're going to have to go up against some legit rushing attacks and, you know, the Michigan schools, Ohio State, even Purdue and some of those teams look kind of frisky. So it'll be a, it'll be interesting. There was a part of me watching that game that thought, is this what we were attached to? Being able to tune into a Big Ten game and know, oh, yeah, it's crappy Big Ten football. Like neither of these quarterbacks are very good and 
Yeah, maybe maybe that. I kind of I like that there's different styles yeah. though. Like I I mean it's hey. I'd prefer a Michigan Ohio State game, obviously, but I don't know. There's some comfort in knowing like if I turn on a Pac-12 game, I know what it's going to look like. If I turn on a Big Ten game, I know what it's going to look like. And yeah. we're going to lose some of that with conference realignment. You know, when you it's get true. USC playing Purdue in November, what's that going to look like? I don't know, but. I don't know. I, I like the quirkiness of college football, so I, I lean into all of it, even if it's not necessarily the uh, the best product at all times. There you go. Yeah, it's not it's not always about consistency and product. It's about entertainment and enjoyment. And when you have DraftKings Sportsbook to bet on all these games, that just goes through the roof. Um, so yeah, Justin, why don't why don't we start off with you? You're you're clearly hyped. You're clearly dialed. Um, so let's, let's start off with your big three here. Yeah, let's get into it. We already uh, mentioned this game earlier. It's the first game on TV tonight, central Michigan going to Oklahoma state. I like the Chippewas to cover. I, I respect what Gundy's build at Oklahoma state, but Michigan or central Michigan, they return their starting quarterback. They've got the best running back in the Mac. I, I, I like them going up against an Oklahoma State defense that lost nine starters. I, I just think that, you know, 21 points, that, that's a lot for an experienced team. They're well coached. I have a lot of respect for Jim McElwain. I like Central Michigan in this one, although I do think Oklahoma State wins by by multiple scores. Sticking with the, the theme of Michigan, I like Michigan State to cover the three scores against uh, Western Michigan. Western Michigan's going to struggle. And I think that the run game that that the Spartans are going to be able to bring is going to be too much. Got Buffs transfer going over there, a Broussard. San Jose State and Portland State. I, wow. I really struggled with this one. I, I want to take San Jose State to cover at home, but I don't know. Portland State, they've got just enough talent at receiver that it makes me a little bit hesitant. 23 is, is a little steep. I do like the over, though. San Jose State added Hawaii transfer quarterback Chevin Cordero. Really dynamic, dual-threat guy. They added a couple of Nevada receivers as well. There's going to be some points scored in that one. And if you think that they're going to cover the over should hit anyways, unless mm-hmm. it ends up being, you know, right. like a 43-7 to type deal, which can always happen. Portland State, typically one of the better FCS programs, so I think they should be able to score a touchdown or two. And I, I like that over-hitting fairly comfortably. Oh. Major bag alert. He does this to us every time he's on the show. Prepped, researched, gives you all the logical picks. He's uh he's the king, Justin Michael. We you're you're too good for us, frankly. Um pleasure to hear. We got that a good fight tonight. Show. We were lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's true. And two of those picks tonight, then you gave us a a Saturday, right? Michigan State's on Saturday or Friday? I think that one might be Friday. Friday, 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 Friday. Yep, yeah. yep. Um, yeah, Western Michigan just just not the same since PJ Fleck left. Sad. Yeah, he left and he brought his uh, his paddle with him. He's rowing that mm. boat at Minnesota. Minnesota actually plays tonight against New Mexico State. I kind of like New Mexico State to cover thirty six against the Gophers. They're on the road, so it makes me a little bit hesitant, but New Mexico State against Nevada last week they ran the ball well. Their receivers looked a little bit dynamic at times. I don't know. I could see them losing by 35, you know, getting a backdoor cover, something like that. Minnesota, I don't know if their offense exactly screams, you know, like we're going to throw 50 on the board. So Mm -hmm. 
I'd, I'd consider sprinkling it. I'm not saying I recommend it. wouldn't put it in my big three, but it wouldn't shock me to see New Mexico State cover against Minnesota, just speaking of P.J. Fleck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, man, lots to think about on this one, but that's that. you make a great point. I think Vegas going a little too crazy on these big spreads for the dogs. Um you know, in these out of comp, it's, it's week one. A lot of these teams, like it's the first time they're really playing against someone other than their teammates, which is why we can go to my big three, Kale. I too am in on the Chippewas to cover Let's go. 21 and a half. I mean, I think it's going to be entertaining. I'm intrigued by the over in this one. So, yeah, there you go. And then I'm going to take the under. Pit 29 and a half points. That's a team total. Uh, you get it at plus 100, which is tremendous value. Taking on West Virginia, love that they're bringing this back um, with these two teams, you know, out of conference, but obviously a, a, an important regional rivalry. And this is a classic fade Keaton Slovis pick. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the they've just gone through too many changes offensively at Pitt. Again, week one, they're going to feel this a little more. West Virginia, sneaky on defense and have been for the last few years. So I'm going to take that under on the pit team total. And then, you know, I'm going to head that heart. I do, I do well on baseball bets. So we're going to take Brandon Woodworth, um, Woody as we call him, over six and a half Ks. You get tremendous value on that. They're taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think it'll be a bit of a sneaky pitcher's duel against Merrill Kelly and uh, Woodruff hitting this at about, you know, a two to one um, rate. So something that's hitting at a two to one rate at plus 115, sign me up. That's easy money, actually. So I'm all in on that as well. I love the picks Justin gave out. going to get in on all of those. And I think I'll be sprinkling that New Mexico State spread, as you suggested. Of course, all these lines and the SGP we're going to get into in the second half of the show, all brought to you by King of Sportsbooks, DraftKings Sportsbook. They are, uh, you know, they're just the homies, plain and simple. Um, you know, we've waited almost. The, the wait is over. It's a new football season. And one of the official betting partners of the NFL to celebrate the return of football, I think is a new can't miss offer where you can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Um, it's an insane deal. That's on top of the, the actual wager you might win on your own. They're just going to throw you 200 bucks in free bets just for signing up and depositing $5. All you got to do is download that DraftKings Sportsbook app, use that promo code DMVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DMVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports better. The NFL must be 21 or older. Colorado only one per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings at uh, or see terms at DraftKings.com. Start sportsbook. 
gambling pro, uh, sportsbook gambling prong call 1-800-522-4700. You can tell a little rusty. I haven't been on bets all week. This is the <laughs> first bets episode of the week. That's the kind of week it's been for me. First of the month, always insane. Um, but I need it. I needed this. I needed some betting talk. It's kind of like when I went through the, the sportsbook app yesterday, it was almost like, um, you know, looking at an X through a window, you know, as she's having dinner. <laughs> She's on a date with someone else. It was just like, oh, I'm, I miss you. I miss DraftKings being part of my life and this GD show. So um, real nice to be on here. But as you know, Justin, and I'm so glad you're here for this, um, SGPs are a thing on DraftKings Sportsbook, and we can build one for these college football games Gosh, I didn't realize how Mac-heavy this slate is. We, we could pivot and just go a Mac-only parlay for the day, but that's you know that, that might be putting too much pressure on us. Um, if you had to pick a game to, to throw your SGP on between Chippewas at Okie State or West Virginia at Pitt, what would you lean on? I think we got to go West Virginia pit because I too want to fade Keaton Slovis. As soon as you said yeah, that, I was yes. already considering flirting with the West Virginia money line anyways. Cause I, I just like the value. I I think they have a chance to pull this upset. I know they're on the road. It's it's going to be a tough one. They're seven and a half point dogs, but I, I, a lot of pit love for a team that lost its starting quarterback and the Blitnikoff winner. I, I do think that defensively yeah. they're stout, but I think they have the worst of the former uh, USC quarterbacks. I like JT Daniels in West Virginia to pull this one out. And if you, I mean, just West Virginia money line and pit under 29 and a half going off of your, your big three, that's already plus 320. So I, I love Dude. that value. I mean, we could throw like one more piece on that and, and we're sitting pretty. Yeah, I really like that. That's how it's done right there. We might we might have two SGPs in us here. Um I don't know, first half first half spread. Where where else to go on these, you know? It's uh it's always a tough Yeah, call. you have a little less options on the college SGPs than you do on the NFL because you there's less player bets unfortunately, but that yeah. has to do with state laws. That's not a DraftKings thing. Um, legislators. damn you legislators could we take a West Virginia over that's kind of what I was thinking West Virginia over 21 and a half yeah I mean if they win if they well if you go to if you if you go over 22 and a half you get plus 100 versus minus 105 at over 21 and a half if you're willing to go the one more yeah, I like that. I'm all about right. that. Um, so now we're at plus 425, which feels pretty good. That feels really good. And, I mean, essentially you call the upset, and I think the if the upset falls, I think the rest is going to fall pretty much in line for you. You do worry about a Narduzzi coach defense. I was going to say, Maybe you like a 13-10 game, you know, something like that, yeah. you could get screwed. But it's early enough that I think 
you'll right. see some big runs, some you know broken coverage stuff like that. If this game was in November or something, I I would feel right. worse about it. But early on, I I do think you'll see some some mistackling, you know, some broken mm-hmm. plays. It's just kind of a part. I'm I'm all in on overs early on in the season yes. just because I think yes. teams defensively are are a significant step behind. Given that you don't play preseason games in college football, you know, it's just a lot different. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. It's, uh, I mean, and I was reminded of that in that Nebraska-Northwestern game was like the over hits in the third quarter. The fourth, I think, is almost scoreless um, or very low scoring fourth. But, you know, just the the random like turnovers and stuff, the extra possessions that are gained here and there, it's just so much more unpredictable. And um, so, you know. Uh, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. I think you're right to read it that way. May, maybe a little bit of a hedge, and we just we stick to 21 and a half, which I believe is still plus 425. So not bad at all. Um, any other hot picks for for the weekend? Any other um, team totals we need to we need to jump yeah, let's pull in it on? up here real quick. Um, like. Today, I, I like Tennessee to cover 35 and a half against Ball State. It is a mm. massive spread, and it, it makes me worry. I generally speaking don't love to take spreads over like four scores just because you're mm-hmm. you're counting on a lot yeah. of things to go your way. I will say I think Tennessee is gonna score a lot of points this year. I, I think you know they very easily could throw 70 on the board tonight. And so I, I think that that actually has a pretty decent chance of hitting. A lot of these spreads are a little bit rich for my blood. Um, I, yeah. I'm getting, I, I like the Buffs to cover thirteen and a half at home against TCU. I, I don't quite understand the respect for TCU to be, to be honest. I, I don't think the Buffs are going to be very good. I'm not even saying that as like you know being a hater, being mm-hmm. the Rams guy or anything like that. I just think when you you look at the schedule that they're playing, it's it's going to be tough for them to, to grind out a good season. But yeah. early on at home, I saw they have like 45,000 tickets already sold. It's going to yeah. be a good crowd. I like the Buffs to cover at home. I don't know if I'm, I'm bold enough to say they're going to win. But cover 13 and a half? All right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an interesting TCU program because I could see them kind of being a surprise in the Big 12. I because there is some decent talent, um, but I could also see it. Yeah, for sure. And they've got that wide receiver. That's no joke. Um, but yeah, that's that's not, you know, that doesn't make a winning team. It, it's the elements of a winning team. And I also think, you know, we got to see if the buffs are anywhere close to be more middle of the road offensively than like bottom five in the entire FBS, then a lot more possibilities open up. Um, While you mentioned the buffs, how are we feeling about the Rams and the big house? I like CSU to cover 30 and a half, which is what it was at the the last time that I saw. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not going to say anything crazy. I don't think, you know, they're going to go into the the big house and pull an app state. It'd be epic to see. Nobody would, would love it more than me, but you know, I, as long as they don't get punched in the mouth and go down like 21 zero in the first quarter or something, which is always your big fear in these type of games, I think they can hang around for a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. I think they'll scheme in a way that'll get the ball out of Clay Millen's hands fast and try and get him some confidence, just, you know, quick screens, you know, yeah. mesh routes, stuff like that. I, I do think they are going to have to stretch the field a little bit so that this Michigan defense can't just, you know, let the dogs loose, but they only return four starters from last year. Defensively, they're probably a, maybe a better offensive team this year than they were last year though. So it's, it's definitely a tough matchup. Um, but I do like the Rams to cover 30 and a half. Uh, I just think that's a little steep. I don't, I think CSU should score enough to, to where it should be. Okay. I'm curious, where are you at with uh Georgia, Oregon, Georgia, 17 point favorites. Yeah. I, there's yeah. a part of me that really wants to take the ducks mm-hmm. to cover mm-hmm. because Georgia has so much to replace. I think they win this game. I think they're just going to be too physical yeah. in the end, yeah. but I don't, I don't think it's going to be like when Alabama played USC a couple years ago, you know, it was like 50 to yes. 10 or something like right. that. I think it's going to be back and forth. Well, Oregon has some real talent on defense too. So it's not like they, that's a, a slouch yeah. squad on that side of the ball. It, it's all going to be the Bo Nick factor. Um, and that's where I'm super torn. Actually went back, looked at the game logs for what did Bonus himself do against Georgia the last three years. Um, as a freshman, kept it close within a touchdown. The other two years, sophomore, junior, they got blown out by over three tons. Um, so that, that took away some of my confidence. Also, you know, we talk about this in college football with those top programs like Bama, like Michigan, like Ohio state, like Georgia, certainly where it, it kind of becomes like a boa constrictor, you know, it's, so it's not, they don't get you with, they don't maul you right from the start, but they just kind of squeeze you slowly, but surely and the margins just start to decrease and you get beat up and all of a sudden the big plays break open and the turnovers come. And before you know it, that 17-point spread got covered really easily. That said, against my better judgment, I am taking Oregon plus 17 and riding it out with Bo Nix. I mean, how could you not? Come on. Here's the thing about Bo Nix. As a a Bama guy who had to watch this guy somehow keep Auburn in it, He's got some cojones. Like he, yeah, he, he won't be intimidated. He's one of those quarterbacks yes. that for all of what he lacks, he goes out and believes he can do it all. And I, I think you kind of have to have that in a game like yeah. this. Yeah. But more than anything, I, I just I love what Oregon brings defensively. Yeah. Noah Sewell might be the best linebacker in the country this year. Absolutely. So I, I, I just think that they keep it tighter. Um I wish yeah, we could get a couple more points. I wish, you know, I wish it was like 20. I wish they were really throwing some shit on them mm-hmm. and then I'd feel great about it. But I, I, I still like Oregon to cover the 17. Um, is the under really the play in that game? Is that what we're dancing around? 52 and a half for two defenses we feel pretty good about. It is two veteran quarterbacks, though. That's the only thing that I worry about getting backdoored there. Yeah. The unders yeah. in college are such such a gamble. Even in the SEC now, with all the spread offense and stuff, it's like it's crazy. I, I, could, I could see Georgia's tight ends, you know, just yes. going crazy. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And then all of a sudden, it's like those two alone scored four touchdowns. Right. And it's like, right. what was I thinking on the under? So, I, I think I'd rather do 
I think I'd rather lean on Oregon to cover than flirt with the the point total. But if, if you're all in on the dogs, that could end up being the smart play because they're you know chances are they're probably going to be just as loaded even after losing all those guys. Right. Last one I wanted to ask you about though is is Utah Florida because this one really screws me up because I'm all in on Utah. I oh. I've had all the Utah stock for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. as have you. But I love a home dog in Florida at home getting points in the swamp. It's I don't know. That that's a tough one for me. It might yeah. be a stay away for me as much as I love this game and am excited to watch it. It is a toughie, but I do Utah's the better team. I don't even think that's a question. It's but there is something to being a a home dog. Billy Napier debut. The yeah. swamp's gonna be rocking. Yeah. You know they're gonna be playing all the Tom Petty music and you know <laughs> singing. We won't back down. So I, yeah. I don't know that that worries me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I will say, yeah. Whittingham teams, they just kind of have that attitude of like we don't give a shit. We'll go into the swamp. We'll kick your ass. Like we've been doing this to everyone for ten years. Who do you think you are? So. I do think Utah's the better team, but it's it's a game that's I've, I've been a little gun shy to bet on it. Yeah, I I'm with you, um, but it also comes down to like don't overthink it, stick to your guns. Um, I always trust a good returning backfield, and that's what Utah has on top of that's a good point. All the other stuff that's really reliable. We'll see. Big test for Anthony Richardson. Um, that'll be intriguing. Yeah. Notre Dame, Ohio State, man, 17 points for the Bucs. We'll close it out with this. How are you feeling about that? I think Ohio State covers pretty easily. Um, I just think the talent gap in this one is going to be too significant. I I think Notre Dame will be a pretty decent team this year, Mm -hmm. and I think Freeman's a great coach. I think he's going to recruit well. I think he'll bring a different energy that, that Kelly maybe couldn't. But as much as, as Kelly is a dork, and, and believe me, I love making fun of the my family stuff. Oh, fun, yes. He's also kind of like a brilliant offensive coach and yes. a guy who really puts his quarterbacks in a position to succeed. And losing that is is significant. I, you know, again, like I think LSU is going to be good with Kelly. I don't know if they're going to oh, turn it around, you know, and start out recruiting right. Bama or anything like that. That's doubtful, but that's a good coach and having to play Ohio state with all the talent that they have on both sides yeah. of the ball for game one for Freeman. That's, that's a tall task. So I, I think Ohio state covers this one pretty easily. Um, I'd maybe even consider like buying a couple more points, like Ohio state up to like 2021. 20, Interesting. I mean, that offense for the Buckeyes is going to be insane. Notre Dame has lost a lot of talent on defense over the years. It's just week one. It's kind of that Georgia-Oregon essentially matchup. Well, we I mean, saw Ohio like, State struggle week one with Oregon mm-hmm. last year. So, I mean, yeah. there, it's it's happened before. I'm not all in on C.J. Stroud the same way that everybody else is. You know, I, I could see a scenario in which he struggles a little bit, but I also yeah. just think that the talent that Ohio State has at wide receiver, it's like he doesn't even have to be that good. Just get the ball in their hands and they're going to make plays. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, that's why you are the best. Follow Justin and all his stuff on DMVR Rams. Um, this is his time of year, man. You, you don't want to miss anything. Um, and yeah, get all these bets in because it's going to be a really fun Thursday night and Friday. 
of college football uh, going right into the weekend. So thank you, Justin. Appreciate you. Thank you, producer Kale. Best of luck on your bets. We out.